Hello, I'm Alison Russell. I'm a Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, poet, and activist. I've been inspired by artists like Nina Simone and Tracy Chapman, who turned their faces into the blade of storm and roared back dignity and hope. This month, I'm your guest host on Womanica. Before we dive in, this episode contains some content that might not be suitable for children. Today, we're talking about an artist who set a new standard for R&B in the 90s. She integrated genres and was known for her distinctive voice and style. Please welcome Aaliyah. Aaliyah Dana Houghton was born in Brooklyn, New York on January 16, 1979. Her parents, Diane and Michael Houghton, raised her and her brother in Detroit, Michigan. Her parents enrolled her in voice lessons shortly after she learned to talk. By age 10, she was performing on Star Search, a competitive TV show. From Detroit, Michigan, welcome 10-year-old Aaliyah Houghton. In 1994, at the age of 14, Aaliyah released her debut album, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. The album was produced by R. Kelly and quickly sold a million copies. Eventually, it earned platinum status thanks to the success of two hit singles, Back and Forth and At Your Best, You Are Love. When she was only 15 years old, she and R. Kelly reportedly married. He was 27. When Aaliyah's family discovered what had happened, they intervened and the marriage was annulled. Despite R. Kelly's predatory behavior, Aaliyah bore the brunt of the negative media attention that followed. She was portrayed as the temptress who broke R. Kelly's heart. Just last year, in 2021, R. Kelly, now 54, was found guilty of charges including sexual exploitation of a child, bribery, racketeering and sex trafficking. He's currently on trial for other counts of rape and child molestation. In 1996, Aaliyah released her second record, One in a Million. The album was produced by Timbaland and featured the rapper Missy Elliott, both still rising stars at the time. At only 17, Aaliyah's second album went platinum. Some say that this album set a new standard for R&B. A music journalist who wrote a book on Aaliyah told Vanity Fair, they created a sound that wasn't built for that decade. You can play that music now and it's still relevant because what they were doing was so futuristic. It was eons ahead of what was going on. Aaliyah became iconic, not just for her music, but for her style. She frequently wore baggy pants and crop tops that made her stand out among other artists in the 90s. Designer James Flemons told a reporter at Bitch Media that Aaliyah had a way of interchanging her masculinity and femininity through her fashion sense so effortlessly, and it was obvious that it was just so true to her identity as a person. Over the next five years, Aaliyah released several hit singles and music videos. She was also cast in several movies. She co-starred in the martial arts film Romeo Must Die 
a Shakespeare adaptation based in LA. Aaliyah scored her first number one single on the Billboard Hot 100 chart for the song Try Again from the movie soundtrack. In 2001, Aaliyah released her third and final album, Aaliyah. Like the first two, it was a huge hit. In August of that year, she and her crew traveled to the Bahamas to film a music video for a song on the album. On their return flight, the plane crashed. Aaliyah and the other passengers died. She was 22. In the 20 years since her death, Aaliyah's influence is still palpable in the music of many artists. She's been memorialized through song, murals, and fashion, and she's still known as the Princess of R&B. All month long, we're highlighting Black musicians. Wamanica is a Wonder Media Network production. Special thanks to co-creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan, who invited me to guest host this month. Talk to you tomorrow.